You're listening to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Wednesday morning. And since it's Wednesday, I'd love to welcome back on the program Cruz McCalligan for our midweek audio column. Cruzy, good to speak to you. How are you today? Hello, I'm good. I'm good. How are you today? Yes, I'm good. I've been off the, the last two days, so it's nice to come back this weekend and to have you uh, on the show uh, with us. So what have you got for our listeners today? We're going to talk about bones. Ooh. Bones. 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 Very Them important. Bones. Yes, very they important. They are, yes. They are. And they're very, just, they're very interesting. I think I was at my, um, my daughter has dwarfism, as you know, and we were at, uh, we had a consultation with her orthopedic doctor yesterday. So somebody who specializes in bones. And I was just thinking about how you get into that kind of specialization and, um, how like orthopedic surgeons are often kind of caricatured in medical dramas as being quite like, um, rough because they've got like saws and hammers and stuff like that because yes. of, you know, working with bone, you know? Yes. And I just sort of think Thinking about that concept was on my mind, so I thought we would chat about it on the airwaves today. Very good. I love. I'm sure we'll we'll be educated and learn a thing or two, or even five. <laughs> <laughs> Who we hope so. Anyway, starting with the fact that we are always told, and textbooks tell us this, that there are about 206 bones in the human skeleton as a kind of anatomical norm, but that babies are actually born with over 300 bones. Although these are originally made of cartilage, a cartilage rather, and they mineralize during the first few years of life and they fuse together so they kind of have fewer as they get older. But what we don't know, what most people don't know, is that some people are actually born with extra bones as well, such as like a 13th uh, pair of ribs or an extra digit, an extra finger or thumb or toe. Oh, like when you're double jointed or something. Oh, no, like literally a physical other finger. (laughs) But uh, And some people can even develop extra bones during their lives. And this is interesting. A recent study showed that the fabula, not the patella, the patella being your kneecap. I always remember that, patella, because it was a great word, right? The fabula is a little bean-shaped bone found at the back of the knee. And apparently this bone is becoming more prevalent in the human body because Mm. of improved nutrition and because people are getting heavier. So we're actually getting bigger and bigger and um, stronger and stronger. And so we've got this little bone that's becoming more prevalent in our skeletons, which I just find very interesting. Um, You also may have heard that the human skeleton, we actually constantly change in height. Did you know this? I did not know that. Oh, well, I I thought maybe we get a bit um, shorter as we we shrink as we age because um, I, I, I feel like my grandma has shrunk and you know we're often told that we shrink as we age maybe because of osteoporosis but i've 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 not read any data about that it's just my own observation yeah well we're going to talk about osteoporosis because you know it's an epidemic osteoporosis and for women especially for women aging women we'll talk about that in a minute but uh, the human skeleton is constantly changing in height so the the change in height of a child in their first year of life is the most rapid and we can both attest to this having seen children grow Um, we reached our adult height in probably our mid to late teens but once our bones stop growing our height can still change so at our joints that's where two bones meet. There's a layer of cartilage covering the bone. Now, cartilage, for those who don't know, is a rubbery layer of tissue made up of water, collagens, and other sort of cells. Now, over the course of a day, as you're moving around, walking around, cartilage, particularly in our spine between our vertebrae, gets compressed by gravity. That means you are shorter by the time you go to bed. What? You get squashed down a little bit. All the cartilage in your body kind of gets squashed down Does by gravity. It? Now, 
Yeah. So then, but actually, after a period of lying horizontally, the cartilage kind of plumps up again and returns to its original size, mm. um, which is super. So that's the effect of gravity. Now, of course, the lack of gravity in space has the opposite effect. So they've found that astronauts who spent time in space actually end up 3% taller. taller. Yep. Oh. Yep. Yeah. Um, and they also show that, um, yeah, so that, uh, you know, it's not just cartilage, even bones themselves can shorten with impact. So scientists have shown that on impact when running, the tibia, the shin bone, temporarily shortens by a millimeter. So it actually just squashes down a little bit as well. Mm. So yeah, it's very interesting. Um, <clears throat> when we talk about you remember that song? I was trying to remember that song when I was writing the column that, um, like, you know, like the leg bones to get to do the. I couldn't remember which was which. <laughs> the head but bones connect, or the neck bones connected to the shoulder bones. Bone, yeah, bone, all those ones. Bone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how accurate the song is, but the point is the hip bone is connected to the thigh bone. Um, but, it, but not all human skeletons are connected to each other. And there's one exception in our bodies, which is the hyoid bone, H Y O I D bone. This U shaped little bone, <clears throat> I had never heard of this before, so I learned something new here, sits at the base of the tongue and is held in place by muscles and ligaments from the base of the skull and jaw bone above so this little bone <clears throat> if you look it up the hyoid bone right um kind of like underneath our chin sort of there now this bone enables us to talk breathe and swallow because of where it is but it's not connected to any other bone it doesn't have a joint it's just held in place by muscles and ligaments hmm. And they've found it in our Neanderthal ancestors too, which is super interesting. Now, it's very rare to break your hyoid bone. And actually, um, kind of morbidly, if you were to find a fracture in it, it would probably in, be in a post-mortem examination and probably indicate something awful like a strangulation or a hanging. So it's not a very easy bone to break unless something horrible has happened to somebody. Um, but um, but yes, yeah, so it's quite interesting. That's a little hyoid bone there. Now, um, the other thing that we... We know is that bones are, uh, are not solid, right? They have bone marrow. And now, what do you know about bone marrow? Um, it's a bit squidgy, and it's where a lot of um, uh, blood, uh, red blood cells are made there, platelets are made there, white blood yes, cells. That's, yes, you're very, well done. You're doing really well. Um, so other than the fact oh, that like a lot of high-end restaurants have people um, have eat them, you eat bone marrow. I've seen this on people's Instagram accounts. Of yes. going to restaurants and eating yes. bone marrow. It's a thing. It's a, it's a, it's it's a thing. Very it's a thing. I have not chi- done it. But oh, yes, Chinese have you culture. Done it? Yes, yes, I have. Yes, you've uh, done yeah. it. My, my, when my grandma makes the bo- um, bo- bone soup, um, we're instructed to, to eat the bone marrow as well. It's good for us. Good. Well, this is it's probably why. So bone marrow is, um, is made of fat cells, blood cells, and immune cells. And in children, bone marrow is red, which reflects its role in making blood cells. In adults, the bone marrow is yellow and contains 10% of all the fat in the adult body, which is kind of mind-blowing if you think about it. 10% is quite a lot. In, in an adult body. It was long thought that bone marrow fat cells were nothing more than just a space filler because we know that, you know, we know that it's incre- quite incredible what happens in terms of inside our bone marrow. I think it's like every second um, marrow manufactures 2 million red blood cells. It's like quite incredible. It's a, it's a factory making red blood cells to carry oxygen to every part of the body. That's what our bone marrow does. But um, when we don't realize that <clears throat> it also has a lot of fat in there, and they used to think it was just kind of a space filler, but scientists are learning more and more how the fat inside bones actually has really important metabolic and endocrine functions, which can affect the whole human body. So that was very fascinating. Clever bone marrow.
Yes, clever bone marrow. Now, the smallest bones. Pop quiz, quiz question. Where are the smallest bones in your body, Maureen? Um, I want to say <clears throat> is. Oh, ding, ding, ding. Well done. That's correct. The smallest bones in the human body are the malleus, incus, and stapes, also right. known as the... Hammer and... <clears throat> oh, gosh. Whoa, Cruz, this is... Uh, is this like a test for me or something? <laughs> oh, sorry, are, yeah. are you teaming up with my body? I'll just tell you. <laughs> the hammer, anvil, and stirrup. Oh, yeah, that's right. I should know yes. this. Um, this is quite adorable. So the, the bones are known as the ocelles, which is Latin for tiny bones. <laughs> and um, their role is to transmit sound vibrations from the air to the fluid in the inner ear. So not only are these the smallest bones in the body, but they are also the only bones that do not remodel after the age of one. This is important as their change in shape could affect hearing. So ocelles, I'm going to hope I'm saying that correctly, are, are also important in archaeological and forensic cases because they form when we are in the womb and isotope analysis can give clues about the mother's diet and health in unknown adult skeletons. Wow. Isn't that fascinating? Yeah, amazing. It's quite amazing. Now, bones can cause us stress. So within the human body, our sympathetic nervous system is a mechanism which our body readies itself for intense activity, right? So this is often called our fight or flight response. And it's associated with like the release of adrenaline in response to a stressful situation. But recently, researchers published a paper identifying osteocalcin, which is a hormone released by bone-forming cells, being a key player in the stress response, which is really interesting. So they, to show this, mice specifically bred without the ability to produce this osteocalcin did not have a fight-or-flight response and in, um, in very acutely stressful situations compared with regular mice. And the scientists also examined these levels in humans where they found raised levels in blood and urine after humans were exposed to stress. So ultimately, it's really interesting to see that this, this, this element in our bones switches off the parasympathetic rest and digest mechanism, which allows the activation of the flight or, um, fight or flight response. So, yes, yeah, so here we are thinking, you know, we know the physical function of our skeleton. It's to protect our body. It's to keep us upright, all those sorts of things. You know, it, it protects the ribs, protects our organs. You know, our legs allow us to, to move or walk and we keep upright and all those sorts of things. But it's quite surprising that it has a physiological role in keeping us safe, that it helps us with that fight or flight response that is so key to our survival. I had no idea that bones played such a vital role in that response as well. Yeah, I thought that was quite interesting, um, and of course, like um, you know, bones are uh, bones are a pretty a, a pretty uh, fascinating thing in and of themselves. As I said, um, we do have a, an epidemic of osteoporosis, especially for for women, um, and there's several things that I found interesting about this. For example, smoking can lead to a loss of bone density or osteoporosis. Nice. People not eat enough dairy or, well, no, enough calcium, really, and vitamin D. Um, I think it's really interesting with women. I read a study once that linked the fact, like, diet culture over kind of the last 30, 40 years of, like, having diet, like, you know, uh, fat-free milk, skim milk and fat-free yogurt and all these things marketed towards women for weight loss. But actually, as a result, it means that women were not, you know, we're not getting... Absorbing enough sort of yes. um, calcium and magnesium and, and vitamin D. Exactly. And so this has kind of led to sort of osteoporosis in a way um, because, you know, it's like there's a cultural aspect to that too, that we're not getting enough of what we need. Um, so that I thought that was very interesting. Um, also... Things like uh, caffeine, um, you know, caffeine can take, uh, can actually leach some of the, um, 
the calcium out of our bones. If you have too much caffeine, you have to have a lot. You have to have a lot of caffeine for this to happen, right? Mm. But then, of course, you know, so it's just a very interesting thing that actually women, we need to, we really, really need to look after ourselves. We need, we need dairy and we need um, calcium and vitamin D. Um, it's very important. Also, moving our bones, weight-bearing exercises are extremely important for things like osteoporosis. So um, as basic as it is, I always say that walking is my love language. If I could do nothing all day but just walk in a straight line <laughs> that's as what far you as do. possible, <laughs> I, that's what I do. I love walking. I don't get many opportunities to do it because I have small children hanging off my body oh. at every minute. This morning, <laughs> this morning, I took a quick walk before work. Before work and I say when I say quick it was like 10 minute with um little Niall in the stroller and I thought wow I could do this all morning it's so it was so nice and I felt healthier um but yeah it was just 10 minutes but I I wish I could do that you know more often but yeah sometimes we just don't go for enough walks um no absolutely so basically we're just women are not able to look after ourselves very well because of the demands placed on us by society and our families and we all have osteoporosis coming up in the future anyway but um <laughs> the point is yeah so it, it that's quite an interesting thing to know too um but yeah bones are pretty are pretty remarkable that we, we're very very strong um do you want to have a guess at what the strongest bone in your body is oh i want to say that our skull i hope i don't know Oh, it's actually the femur bone, your your thigh bone. Yeah, Yeah, Um, and it's extremely hard to break. Um, So like almost everyone will break a toe at some point in their lives, right? Because we're just constantly stubbing our toes and you can't really do anything about that. But the the thigh bone, your femur bone, um, it can resist forces as much as 2,500 pounds of force. So, like, if you've ever, I've known someone to break their femur bone before, but they were thrown from a motorcycle on, into a tree. So it took it took a lot of effort to break their femur bone. Do you know what I mean? Um, it's quite remarkable, actually, how strong that bone is, and it's probably one of the reasons that we we have a lot of those surviving from, um, you know, when we look at bones as well. Uh, interestingly, um, evidence of bone tumors goes back 120,000 years because they discovered a Neanderthal rib that had a bone tumor. Mm. Quite fascinating. Some of these things are not that not that new, um, but bones are strong, but they're not the strongest and hardest substance in the body. Do you want to have a guess at what that might be? <laughs> um, uh... What's even harder than bones? I, I don't know, Cruz. Your teeth. Oh. Tooth enamel. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh. tooth enamel is super, super strong. Which also needs calcium to grow well. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So it's it's quite in, quite incredible in that way. There's all these sorts of different... Um, yeah, and also, oh, I like this fact as well, that um, 51% of the bones in our bodies are found in our hands and feet. Like so, over half, just over half of the bones in our entire body are just in these these little two, digits, two little digits, yes. which is um really really fascinating as well. The um, I mean, I, yeah, absolutely. And it's um I, I do know I do know several people who have um a bone condition called osteogenesis imperfecta. It's actually a type of dwarfism where their bones are lacking in a specific collagen that allows them to harden. So they have very brittle bones. It's brittle bone disease, oh, and yes. their bones can break very very easily. Oh, yes. And they have to be very careful. Yeah, you have and, to be um, very careful. And if they fall, it would take a long time to heal. Absolutely. And mm. so you just have to think, like, how grateful, um, you know, to be, to, to, you know, we might bemoan being having achy joints and things like that. But the strength of our bones is a pretty remarkable thing. Mm. Um, you know, they, it takes a lot for those to, to, to be what they are. I do have some, um, I do have some quotes yes. today. Yes, I do. yes. I found we- some. 
Go for I it. I have two. I have one um, by, um, I don't know who this person is, Red Fox with two Ds and two Xs. So I can only assume some sort of, um, you know, edgy influencer. artist. Yeah, yeah. influencer. Uh, who said, beauty may be skin deep, but ugly goes clear to the bone. Ooh, <laughs> and, um, yes. um, uh, and then Reba McIntyre said, um, to succeed in life, you need three things, a wishbone, a backbone, and a funny bone. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I, I bet like she's that. pretty chuffed with that one. That was a good quote. Yes, very good. Oh, well, Cruz, thank you so much uh, for your time today. And, and I really learned a lot from about bones. I had no idea um, what, what the uh, what's harder than bone. Teeth, now I know. So bring on the, uh, the, the pub quizzes now. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much, Cruz, and I look forward to more chats with you next week. Take care. Bye, Bye. for now.